I think the big thing I could tell everybody listening is using a service like ours that can make sure you have the right gear list. It's it's communication. And if you're booking a hunt like this or don't think you can book a hunt like this, well, let's talk. Let's just have a conversation to see if we can get it worked out. I did this because of our help plan. I put $10,000 down on it three years ago and basically made payments every month and uh, just enveloped it into what I was doing, and I'm going hunting. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Welcome to this week's episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. And thank you for joining us today. We're happy to have you. The bone cave is looking really good. The problem is right now it has a lot of fall gear dumped in it for the front end of the pro shop for the Adventure Hub in Spearfish, South Dakota. If you're ever in Spearfish, South Dakota, Brad would like you not to stop and see him, but everybody else would love you to be here, okay? <laughs> so um, if you want to get off at the Walmart exit, top of the exit, take a right, and then take a right like you're going to go to Walmart, and just before the Walmart turn in, come to us. Now, I don't remember the damn address here. It's something First Street. First Avenue. First Avenue. So yeah. we're on First Avenue. But anyway, that's where we're at. We'd love to have you stop in. Tell them you listen to the podcast, and they have a free gift waiting for you. Um, and they would be happy to have you uh, stop by and uh, um, join us. Uh, look around. And if they're not busy in the back with application season, um, uh, slip them a tip and tell them they're wonderful. And you want to see um, Dr. Bradley Ray Dana's dental office and they'll bring you in the back because this office is named for him it's the media room you know i was going to put in a plug for our virtual bone cave too by the way coming up in the next uh, broadsheet that we do it's a newspaper the no boundaries rolling bones no boundaries. which all our newspaper. members get all yep. our members get absolutely it. so if they you do. become a member you'll start getting yep. a, uh, and we're collecting every lots and lots and lots of great photos from Holy people already smokes people everywhere Yep, and we'll be putting those in the next edition. And we have more than we can possibly put in one edition, so we'll probably put some more in the January, February. Um, no boundaries also. So. Yeah, pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, um, it's, it's an amazing uh, collection so far. It is. And and as I'm t sitting here texting Jake to put more stuff on Instagram because we have so many guys uh, um, dropping animals and having uh, um, a lot of variety. Success. too. Oh, boy. Right. Um, uh, ducks, uh, <laughs> ducks, geese, uh, sandhill cranes to grizzly bears, grizzly bears, yeah. heavy a sprinkling of elk right now. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of which, Jimmy Bonanno killed a giant super good bull in Canada. In Canada huh? Yeah, just an absolute stomper oh, in that, Canada. That was some uh, scenery, too, in the Amazing pictures, huh? as it wow. was. Yeah. Jimmy B, he gets it done, doesn't he? He's yeah, out there he does. He, he, cranking he's, and... Yeah, he, and we're just getting started. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, we haven't even gotten to the heart of... A lot of the domestic. No, Blake Kramer. Rifle deer. Blake Kramer, yep, a great yep. member. Your uh, your nephew, nephew, he uh, yeah. he uh, hammered a big one, man. Is um, that Austin? Good for him. Yeah. Um, no. That was, uh, Blake, was that yeah. was is that a DIY hunt? Uh, no. 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 So, they um, called that one in. Uh, they called that one in out of the north part of Yellowstone National Park. They were hunting the Gallatin National Forest in that area back in there, just mm -hmm. north of the boundary. And so they called it in, came across the boundary. Um, kind of slim pickings a little bit, I thought. Well, yeah, that that's uh that used to be that used to be phenomenal, crazy, stupid good hunting. Yeah. yeah. Then they introduced this little four legged little critter called a wolf. A wolf. Mm -hmm. Hey, I was going to ask you, too, you know, you said there was deer everywhere up in, in the uh, Black Hills when you were a kid, like everywhere, right? Yep. Um, do you think the mountain lion population uh, had anything to do with I don't, the demise of I that? Don't, I, you know what I think it was, Brian? No, I don't that think. That big winter storm? I think it was the big winter storm, those deer that, my hypothesis is that that 
giant winter that early snow killed yeah. them like trapped them and they just died yeah and and then that you know i mean uh, like there's like there's pe- people that are programmed to eat carbs and there's people that are e- programmed to eat meat those deer were programmed to stay up high until real late and because because the black hills has a big migration for whitetail yeah, yeah, actually, it's one of the largest migrating yeah. herds in um, in the world. You know, f- fun fact, that winter storm atlas you're talking about started 10 years ago today. It was oh, 10 years that, ago. Yeah, because we were in Alaska. Yeah, October 3rd. We were, yeah, we were so. on the front side of that son of a sucker as it came across. The, the uh, It started right south of Nome, and it was a miserable, miserable storm yeah, up there. It was bad I, here. And so 10 Massive. years ago today, I frostbit in this region, in this window, I frostbit my feet so bad that I've had a life-changing experience from frostbite because I've had neuropathy ever since. Wow. Yeah. Since then. Ah. Yeah, I mean, totally. You know, you yeah. talk about living with a chronic pain. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, from that hunt. Wow, that was yeah. interesting. It was a wet, heavy, cold, wet system that killed a lot of cattle. And Brad mentioned all the wildlife devastation, up to ninety inches of snow in some parts of the higher elevations. Yeah. But that that this was before. What was it? Ninety four, ninety eight. What did they? We had yeah, ninety eight. We had 350 yes. plus inches of snow. So it snow. started yes. in the East Coast. It hit South Dakota um, on um, Halloween. It started, or not South Dakota, Northern Wisconsin. And we got like 60 inches in Northern Wisconsin. They made a movie out of it. Do you remember that? Called The Perfect Storm or the. Oh, I do remember that. Do you remember oh. that? Yeah. That was, I don't know if that was the one, but that was the early 90s and it changed a lot of things. Uh, yeah. It, it came through, and it, um, yeah, it was called the perfect storm. Hard to imagine. Do you remember this. that? I do. Oh, wow. I mean, that was that. That was yeah. about the uh, the fishermen off of the New England. Yeah, and that thing came through the Great Lakes region, right. and I don't know if it ended up coming out here and hitting you guys, but it it blasted us. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad time of year. Always November mm-hmm. up in that part of the country is bad. So that's anyway. That's bad. what I think happened. You you tired? Did I, you know what? I'm, <laughs> did, did you just go like this? Did I yawn? Yeah, yeah. No, not out loud. So but, well, actually, not oh, like real loud, but loud enough to ever let wow. everybody know. So that we leave. You're for, probably a little tired. We right leave now. for Tajik in. Uh, <laughs> what, we're f-ing boring. Thirdly, oh, thirty hours, and I was a little restless last night. I I was going through my mental checklist of stuff I got to get. Uh, so anyway. So I didn't sleep well, here's, as soundly. Here's as I the often thing, Brad. I want to help you with uh, something. Having done this journey um, before, um, flying all the way around the world in reverse, <laughs> right? Um, you kick back and you roll with it, <laughs> right? And there's nothing you're going to impose yourself into. That's going to make much of a difference. You're talking about when you went to Russia. Yeah. And you had to fly seven-eighths of the way around the world to get to your destination. To get back to my destination. Which was when I sighted of Alaska. Exactly. So I flew from Spearfish to Minneapolis, Minneapolis to JFK, JFK to Moscow, Moscow to Petro, Petro to um, uh, Tolichiki, yeah. uh, Tolichiki to uh, the uh, Ram Ram Cliff. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ram Cliff. No, that was that was another two days away by foot. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Tracy Valdez and uh, yeah. myself were just talking about that the last couple of days. It's like holy smokes! So how does that work? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just you know, and and so this is you know I'm. I'm going to get a lot of rest um, for a few days, and that's the way I look at it. It'll be really good. So uh, I'm going to get a lot of rest. There you so go. So how do you um, get to Tajikistan? You eventually go through Dushanbe, right? Du- yeah. Istanbul and Dushanbe yeah. are the big two touch points. Turkish Air. So we leave here. Uh, we go to Rapid to Denver, Denver to um, Chicago, O'Hare. O'Hare to uh, Istanbul. Istanbul, Istanbul to Dushanbe, and we're there. And well, we then get you in drive, car you and drive. we drive. Uh, 20, they say 20 it's twenty. Hours. They say it's twenty-two to twenty-four hours. Um, my buddy swears it's thirty-four. It's fifteen hours a day, two days. <laughs> Is that the same camp that? Um, yeah, that uh, Dr. David Cooley. Yep. Uh, you know Tracy Valdez. Tracy was all there. Yep. yep. 
Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, and and David McBride was just in there with his two sons. Had an unbelievable hunt. Um, and uh, killed a ram wow. at 725 yards, and he killed a uh, um, a giant ibex at 440. So he had he uh, had 440 good is only a lap, man. Um, it's yep. only one lap around one, the track. One, one time around the tracking yards. <laughs> yeah. For those of us old enough. <laughs> yeah. Before, so, it was a 440, 220, so 880. The, the travel is enough to kill a guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Doozy. They say, are you guys getting that crack feedback, or is that just my headgear? It's just you. It's a, Okay. So it's like, wham. Um, uh, yeah. The travel's a bitch. Travels travels a bear cat. Time you know the time changes get you, the altitude gets you, food gets you, something could get you. <laughs> but <Or> all of it. <laughs> but the ram's gonna get it. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, because that's you just gotta the, you gotta turn it around. That's what you're going for. So I'm not yeah. I'm yeah. I'm yeah, it is what it is. You just gotta get there. Yeah. Yep. And hope that all of your luggage gets there. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because um, Turkish Air is super uh, firearm friendly. So I believe it's going to get there. I was told that Dushanbe, when we land there, they could give two shits about our stuff. It's a, it's a, it's a former Russian territory or province. Soviet. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, Soviet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I shouldn't say Russian, but same thing, right? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, um and uh and so like i said that's not anything new we're in russia i mean the 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 soviet regime followers treated us like shit. the russian new era embraced us like the holy grail and loved us does that make sense and oh, there, yeah. was, there was love american hunters donald trump and they <laughs> yeah like the, hillary yeah the and they time. hated hillary <laughs> Um, because that was right when the election was going on. Yeah. And, That's uh, right. yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, it was, it was just, it was interesting, but the, the old Soviet, they, they just, they're not going to help you, but we, we have it wired in. We know the people we're going with. We know where we're going. They speak good English. Um, yeah, really good English. Yeah. So we're, we're ready to roll. I think we should probably mention what you're going for. Marco Polo and Ibex. Okay. Primarily Marco Polo. Because they have the largest Marco Polo in the country. Huge. Yeah, they're yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brad's going to shoot a 55-incher, and it's going to be giant. Mm. And well, Jonathan, how big is yours going to be? And Jonathan's <laughs> going to shoot a 54 to 55. Wow. And I'm going to come back with one greater than that. Jumbotron, huh? <laughs> no, I don't know. 62. I, I, honestly, I, you know what? I bought a new camera to film yeah. for you. Awesome. Love it. Um, I don't know how good it is. It's not sure. an expensive one, but it's a small, compact 4K. Yep. But I can get some footage. Good lens. It's, I I think it does. It's 4K. I don't know. You know, I read mixed reviews on it, but it wasn't super expensive, so I throw it off the mountain because I get pissed at it. I'll just pull the card out first. Wow. Does that make sense? <laughs> um, yeah, at least do that. Uh, but I, So I got that, and, of course, the iPhones now are amazing. And I got the stuff for my iPad to transfer it all onto my iPad. So and my phone scope. I, I, I got my phone scope. I, I, I put uh, his mag view because I broke mine on. And I'm also going to bring a backup, which is the, the phone scope um, yep. system. Yep. Uh, so I got a backup um, and I got the universal uh, thing for it. So it doesn't matter whose uh, spotting scope we're using. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, it's going to be – we're going to get a lot of footage. Awesome. Love it. That's my intention. Yep. So yep. I'll probably film these two guys kill a, a big uh, – uh, my intentions are to have them kill some really nice big trophy Marco Polo, yeah. and yeah. then I'll start hunting. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> sound like a plan? Does that sound like a plan? <laughs> See which way the wind's blowing? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a plan. Okay, but I talked. I just okay. talked to a guy that came in out of the camp, and he said there are a ton of sheep. Wow. Well, some of that video that uh, Tracy brought back, there were bands of them, like yep. crazy. a lot of sheep. Just it's just yeah, it's just different. Yeah, you know, we're gonna see. I I assume that we will see more sheep. 
Then you did in the Yukon. Then we did in the Yukon. How hard could that be? (laughs) I can hope so. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, the Yukon was a toughie. That was a toughie hunt. Um, But you know what? Yeah, but every sheep hunt is. This is going to be a toughie hunt. We're going to travel for three days to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to be at fourteen to 17,000 feet. Um, you got a boogered up knee. We just got done hunting for two weeks. Uh, well, that I was with you. You've been hunting for a month up in the mountains. Yep. And uh, um, you need a cane to walk. There's not. I mean, and I'm not saying that dismissively. I joked on one of the last podcasts about it. But the fact of the matter is it's not that funny. Um, you have some ligament damage or something going on. They do. Uh, I, I have a bad ankle. I'm, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. It's, it's full of water. Look at that right there. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can't even see my bone. Yeah. Um, it's well, just, stuff it in a boot dryer. It, see if that helps. <laughs> you know, I've, I've stuffed <laughs> it in a boot dryer. So, you uh, know, and I'm not sitting here, woe is us. Uh, it is what it is. We're yeah. going to go. We're going to go, and we're going to freaking ratchet slow, up the we mountain. We got slowed down a little bit this year. But, you know. You know what? 53 and 54 is catching up. I, I could lose 30 pounds. And my body would probably appreciate me more. My joints would appreciate me more. And uh, so I, I need to go on that journey. How much vertical are you guys going to have to cover on foot? A couple thousand feet, I would say. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure we're going to have to go to 14. 13 to 15. Wow. Camps at almost 14,000. Do you yeah. have a wolf tag? Yes. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Wolf, Ibex. Um, there's uh, a fox all over. Um, so snow leopard. Snow um, leopard, yeah. yeah, if you're lucky enough to see one. Yeah, um, they saw three of them. No way. Yeah, so I, I don't, uh, you know, um, I don't have a tag for a snow leopard. You know, no. you know what amazed me about that trip that Tracy took is that you start from like a modern airport. By the time you get to Tajikistan, by the time you drive to where you're going to be, by the time you get to camp, you're looking out over a landscape on horseback and you're seeing people caravans of traders that look like they could have come out of the first century right going back and forth across the afghanistan border well it's funny on one of our trips we were in bethel alaska and we whipped out our sat phone yeah and this guy super good dude he was from grant air he goes what are you doing he goes use my phone we said we're calling (laughs) we're calling for a taxi he goes taxi he goes use my phone he goes what are you calling oh no 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 he said i'll give you a ride so, uh, and he was the greatest dude, that guy. Remember that guy? I do. And uh, wow. he told us, he goes, would you believe it or not that there are more paved roads in Afghanistan than in Alaska? Right. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'd find hard to believe. Uh, that That's was, amazing. That was uh, his story. Oh, but yeah. anyway, he drove us around. But uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, you're going back in time. I mean, and, and the, the guides and everything have their customs, like yeah. when you harvest an animal. They go through a little yeah, it's, ceremony. Absolutely. And uh, that's the part I'm looking forward yeah. to. Yeah, the culture. I like to travel in the culture as much as I like to kill. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, it's like, even like where we just were in um, the Yukon, you know, uh, being on the Klondike. Like you right on the really Klondike. really enjoyed that, too. I, you. I fucking love it. Yeah. Did, uh, you know what? The toe, the dude's toe in the whiskey glass thing, that was a little, that was a little Western for me. <laughs> y- y- yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I remember you talking about that. I just that. saw a picture Ooh. of him eating spaghetti. I took a picture oh of him eating God. spaghetti with a dead toe right there. And, uh, um, but, but here's the thing, all of that, the, 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 basically a town built on a s- uh, glacier glacial silt, silt. The roads were glacial silt, boardwalk. And coming in and going yeah. out had been mined 100 years yeah. ago for gold. They basically wow. ripped up the entire Klondike Riverbed oh. to find out. And then they found no gold. They found the gold up in the bedrock um, on the drainage of the small creeks after they destroyed the whole area. And uh, um, yeah, It looks horrible, it, that whole riverbed. It's like, it's, what the heck? <laughs> and they didn't reclaim it. I, it just looks I, like I, shit. Let's uh, just um, rip but, this whole country up and but pile it, rocks But up. what was the name? What's the name of that town? Um, Dawson City. Dawson City. Yeah. Yeah, Dawson City. It, it, it was awesome. Um, yeah. But that's the stuff I like, that little yeah. coffee shop. That was great. Freaking go in there, sit outside, you know, the chill of the mountain air that early in the yeah. year, and yeah. and the people walking around, the hippies in the town. Because we rolled back into the Black Hills, and it was 100. 
Uh, wow. Right. And so wow. I'm excited to get over yeah. there. I'm excited. You know, uh, I was talking to Tracy and he said, yeah, the, the, the thing you're going to find the goofiest is that people will be right on the side of the road squatting. They're just watching traffic. You're going to be th- sitting there thinking they're taking a shit and they're not at all they just squat down like that and uh so i'm i'm excited and he said and then traffic jams they're a bitch um he said because they're goat jams oh and the goats are crossing and when they're herding the goats you stop so i'm like it's it's not i-90 we're not going to be driving on I ninety. No, is, this is it's the four ninety four six ninety four loop around uh, Minneapolis. Oh yeah, Paul. with the Gosh. drop off into the canyon with yeah. the raging river. Down I don't below. think the gas stations are going to look no. like the convenience stores aren't going to look the same. They're not going to no. be a maverick. No. <laughs> What's that town that you guys arrive at that you spend the night after Dijon Bay? You drive Kuro, like four miles. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Now that town. Looks like a pretty cool place. Yeah, it has the largest something garden. Botanical um, garden. Highest botani- elevation yeah. botanical garden, garden in the yeah. world. Yeah, and it's like, I think it's like 9,000 feet or something. It's um, up there. But, yeah, 10,000. Yep. Um, but market, we looked it up once. Look it up. Um, a lot of marketplace. Yeah, what's that? Marketplaces and things. That- yeah, and so we'll spend a night there. And the reality is is I think you spend the night there because uh, uh, your ass can't handle 27 hours of riding in one yeah. time. So <laughs> it's, it's uh it's lead 7,200 feet. Oh, that's not that bad. No. No. Oh. But for Jonathan Ankner, yeah, oh. it's, that's going to be – he's coming from sea level. For us, we've been running around yeah. at 63 to 6,500. Yeah. Sp- literally sprinting at times, chasing elk the last two weeks. Yeah, it's funny because I was thinking about that. What, what do they say? Uh, 80% of the United States population lives within 100 miles of the coast, right? So wow. 80% of the United States people – live at zero to 500 feet elevation yeah so you know i don't know what i don't know how helpful that will be or you know for us that we have been living at six thousand feet for the last month but it can't hurt i i think it'll be helpful now that maybe that uh well when you're at sixteen thousand feet looking for ibex i don't know if it's gonna make a lot of difference i don't know I mean, you could be oxygen. I mean, people literally, if you're flying in an airplane, they make you carry oxygen when you're that high. Right. Right. If if if, if the cabin's not pressurized. That's right. right. You have yeah, to. Yeah, you have to. They make you have an oxygen tank. That's funny. <laughs> you are. So here we are living there. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would take oxygen for me. Uh, <laughs> take, take your own. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Can I have a can of that? I'll suck on that oh, pipe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we're getting ready for it. Um, we're taking an extra bag uh, to, to take some stuff over there for the outfitter. Uh, but this is this is a different trip. Personally, um, I got to tell you, for me, um, it doesn't seem it's it's. So this is the first trip that I planned three years out in, in my hunting career where I went like three and a half years ago. I said, OK, I'm going to put ten thousand dollars down on this hunt and then I'm going to make payments every month. I'm going to use our hunt exhibition layaway plan. I just used it and just hit my business card every month. And so, you know, I got a little notification from Rolling Bones Outdoors 90 days ago that I was paid. And so that's that for me, it's almost like I didn't pay for it. Does it, I mean, I paid for it, but because I've spread this out, it's like, I'm, I'm super <laughs> took the pain out. of Yeah. It, it took the pain out of it. And I'm like, dude, do I, don't I have a big payment coming here? Don't I have to make a, the final payment? And it's like all done. I'm ready to go. And so for me, um, I don't know. I took the week off too. I'm doing this podcast. Um, I've been in this, I've been in the office a couple times to say hi, but I've tried to do everything. Today was a little busy day. I had to run over to Sundance. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, I've just been getting ready. And, uh, since Sunday, today's Tuesday. So, so what does your guys gear list look like here? It looks exactly like my normal Western hunting gear list, except I added my only changes are thousands. I'm wearing thousand Kenny treks and I don't have my, I, I have, I have the exact same. I have 11 and a halfs. I usually have 11 and a half left and 11 right for my Western, Western big game hunting in non-insulated. So that's a big change. And I'm going to bring, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little extra tape on my heel on my right foot and I'm going to bring two puffies 
Two puffies. I got I'm bringing, my puffy pants. I'm bringing two puffies. Um, otherwise, it 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 would be my Alaska, Yukon, you know, British Columbia hunting yeah. gear list. Exactly the same. Um, you're no, bringing thousands no, though. No difference. Are you bringing, what what boots are you bringing? Um, I don't know yet. Haven't, not, you're ha- not, not. haven't decided. Bring both. Um, you probably will. I'm gonna have a little extra gear on this hunt because normally you guys know I'm like the minimalist on gear. Oh, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> um, but oh, you are Brian. I never noticed. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm bringing. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna try a couple different things on this hunt. Um, I'm bringing some stuff uh, to try. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, but there's some things that I won't go with new that were sent to me to try on this hunt. And I tried them a little bit before, and I'm like, mm, no. Mm. Um, I know what I'm comfortable in. I know what I need, and, and uh, I know what I won't do. What about the weather? I mean, it's dry. It's a dry area, and how cold it's, is it's it? It's arid. I just talked to him this morning because I asked him about the overrides, and he said, yeah, bring him, throw him in. Maybe we get a bunch of snow, and then they'll help because we'll all have them. But he said, no, it's dry. You're, we, we're not going to see it. But good, bring him if you want. No harm. Um. But uh, with zero, typically maybe 10, 10 below to 35 yeah. above. Yeah. Really? Yep. Wow. Fahrenheit. That yeah. seems yeah. colder than I thought it would be, but I guess you're at high elevation. Uh, we're, we're, 35 will be warm. 35 to 40 will be warm. It, oh, it, wow. Usually, he, he said right now 20 to 25 degrees every day. Yeah. It's like clockwork. Yep. It's sunny. Huh. I mean, that latitude is sunburn. quite a bit further sunburn your south, south, south yeah. than yeah. us. Nevada. Yeah, like Nevada. Yep. Yep. But but yeah. sixteen thousand feet. Sixteen thousand yeah. feet. That sixteen thousand yeah, feet is an equalizer. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's n- there's no other way to color sixteen thousand feet as shit. That's high, <laughs> and, and shit, that air is going to be cold. And it's um, and the pressure is. I'm not doubting pushing. if mosquitoes are going to be hanging out up there. I'm all right. <laughs> you're uh, you're uh, getting your uh, hoodie there ready to go. Oh, I no, I don't even know if th- I have three or four of these. I, I'm honestly thinking, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not settled on everything right now. You know, I've got everything packed, but I also have a stack going. Am I taking that? So I'll make some decisions tonight and tomorrow that'll be imminent. Um, <laughs> by <laughs> tomorrow, Thursday by morning. By Thursday morning, they'll be imminent. I, I'm taking no a new turn. pair of binoculars. That's that's also making this weird. Um, you know, I, I ran them this last week. And I figured that muscle memory is so profound, right? And um, and I got a new bino harness. I don't like the bino harness, and uh, the, the bino harness wouldn't even make the cut if it was. Me. I don't. I don't have another one, brother. Um, Would and, you give yours away? Um, I did. I give it. I give it away. And then I found out those gla- those gloves, those really good wool fingerless gloves I have. I give those away too. And I forgot that those were a gift to me for Christmas. And I said something the other day. I go, Yeah, I give those gloves uh, to my guide and uh, in the Yukon. And it's just a tool, right? <laughs> and and my wife goes, Those aren't the gloves you're talking about that uh, I right. owned high and low to find for you for Christmas. And I'm like, Whoops. Mother trucker they were. So then last night, Lucas and Lindley were there. And I go, hey, if either one of you want to get me for Christmas another pair of those gloves. And they're like, no, we're okay. <laughs> Not fine. That's so much you did with the last pair. Yeah, exactly. You're just going to give them away. So, yeah, we're, I, I, we're bringing, I mean, here's Brian's bringing a six Creedmoor. I'm bringing yeah, I was my six ask five. Okay. Um, you know, we ran through our, we uh, shot our, one of our, courses yesterday two days ago now sunday sunday we just confirmed that the rifles were smack on we were shooting out to 800 and we 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 cleaned four to 800 well three to 700 and then four to 800 we actually had two courses that we ran and uh um we we smoked them what's that yeah is that one of the badland rifles company a hundred percent badlands rifle company all the way and they shot amazing and uh um, I'm telling you, actually, I'm sitting here going, dude, um, we should sell rifles. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> and we should sell shooting schools that go along with them. Imagine um, that. You know, Why some universities. Wow. Um, but, but yeah, because yeah. you know what? Honestly, it never gets old. We well, sat there and shot. Yeah. I shot two boxes of shells and went, dude, this is uh, – I'm ready. Yeah. You know, yeah. and this is, this is different than most every camp you go into. The expectation is that you're going to shoot long range. Um, yeah, that was my next question about strategy. What's your strategy? What's your expectation on the shot? Am I, you know, I'm prepared for 
anything. I'm going to shoot both mine about 400 to 500, um, kind of on a downhill or cross hill angle. And uh, um, I'm going to put uh, take both their lungs out, and they're going to tumble down the hill, and we're going to go celebrate because they're going to be giants. I visualized hard <laughs> for my uh, fan and sheep hunt, and, and your visualization is gone. And it was almost, <laughs> it was almost exactly right. So. I know I'm no trying kidding. it right now. I'm uh, trying it. I don't no know. Really? Right now, my no right now, I'm expecting an 800 yard shot or something. So I don't even want to think about it because yeah. I don't want to visualize as hard as I did and have it come. I'd like to have a not yeah. a eight nine hundred yard yeah, shot. Yeah, ibex so, probably. IBEX, no, well, the, um, uh, uh, David McBride's IBEX was just only at 440. Oh, okay. And so my, you know what? One of the things I did and I do for all these hunts is I try to prep with YouTube. YouTube's a big prepper for me because I, I, um, Lindley's tired of watching them. Probably, actually, she's not. I shouldn't say that. That that's not fair because she sits there and she'll ask questions. What was the gear on that guy's? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, let me back that up. Hey, can you get? I'm gonna pull that up on my iPhone. So I watch YouTube on the big screen and then with my iPhone, so I can take a screenshot, focus in because. And I've watched a lot of Russian ones. You know, I've watched a hundred freaking YouTubes last night. I was YouTubing all night long on Marco Polo and Ibex and Tajikistan and all over because. I'm trying to just mentally, like you said, be able to visualize what the problems are going to be, what the issues, so I can comb through my gear list. And I would encourage all the listeners to do that. Um, YouTube's an incredible resource for that. Um, and uh, um, and I, I, I love, I, I, I've, yeah. So I've stripped down a bunch of gear I'm not taking. What do you not taking that you normally take? Um, you know what, I'm not, uh, I'm not taking... Uh, a lot of like uh, um, tapes and extra straps and extra clips and um, packing essentials. Um, not taking them. I, I have Sherpas, basically, essentially. Um, I have people to pack that stuff. So I just threw that all over on the right side of the table and got it all stacked up, you know. And then I went and weighed it on the scale, and it's like 6.2 pounds. I'm like, dude, that's significant. You know what I'm saying? Um, tapes. What do you mean? Like so I usually have duct tape and oh, black gotcha, tape. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I usually have uh, th- uh, four sets of snaps. I have extenders for my back for the game because I take all that off and I put it in a dry bag and it's all in there. I don't have that. You know what? Um, oh, I'm, not taking, I'm not taking any of my tent camping stuff. Zero. Zero. Because uh, they have it all. Right. Um, I'm not taking uh, – so I got rid of all that. Um, uh, I got my algene bottle and I got a collapsible – a coffee thing, that's it. That's all I'm taking. What about a bag, sleeping bag? Um, I'm taking a sleeping bag and a bedroll, but you know what? We have a bed mostly, and I'm not taking my oversized bedroll. I'm taking my smaller one because I only have one, maybe two nights in the mountain, if that. And and there's only about 25% chance of that. So I didn't take the big one. So I've slimmed down. You know what I'm saying? I got the big one. Um, I got my big one. I've uh, – I've just peeled back a lot of that that I went, you know what, I'm not taking two extra set of gloves. I'm not taking two extra set of gloves. Um, what gloves because, are you bringing then? Um, I'm bringing uh, my my North Face ski gloves Okay. because I, I know what I'm getting. Right. gets cold. I know what they are, and they're not this big. They're built for what they're built for. So I'm taking those. Um, I'm taking a pair of uh, my, the normal gloves I hunt with and then a thin pair, um, and that's what I'm taking. I'm going to take those over mitts. Yeah. I like that concept. I threw them in there. I, I, I'm excited to try them. Those like, gloves are nice. The gloves are very nice. They're a really good glove. So I'm bringing those gloves, the over mitts. I'm bringing a thin pair of merinos for my glomets because I know that works. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing a couple of new things and know that works. Thanks. <laughs> what do you right. leave it behind, Brad? What am I leaving behind? Well, I'm not bringing a tent. I'm not, not bringing you know, any of that. I'm not bringing a stove, so I'm because they'll have all that. So that was my thought too. I want to lim. I want to ch- chuck that out. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing. Uh, I I was planning on bringing three battery packs. Um, I'm bringing my thousands. I'm bringing my. I'm bringing less socks and less underwear. I'm bringing more underwear, and less. I'm bringing two pair of socks. Yeah, you know, I'm bringing less socks. socks. I'm bringing less underwear. I'm bringing um, less pants. Um, I'm bringing more pants. Um, so because I, I I'm trying a new pair. I'm, so I'm trying a new pair of pants out, but I'm bringing 
I know this works. It's right and true. Yeah. Well, my problem is that Kings changed their uh, – XKG changed their style. So, I'm trying a new pair of pants, too. Okay. And I wasn't going to go with them, and now I went with them. I hunted with them last week, and I'm going to go with them, okay? But I have a backup pair that will go with me. But um, – so – uh, I have those, but I don't have an XKG pair because they changed the fit, and my old ones are shot. They're just done. They're just, you, you know, um, and so, yeah, I wish they did. The new preachers is that the what new I preacher pants? They changed the fit, and they're they're for yoga guys like Brad. You know, um, they're just not. They just don't. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is the yeah. preachers, the original preachers fit Brian good, and my last hunt, I said if if they don't resize these, I'm not wearing these again. Well, they resized. They went to preacher 2.0s. Fit me perfect. Wow. So, so yeah. I have, and yeah. they don't fit him. Right. Yeah, so right. I have super long legs, right? And, and it's just my build. And so what happens is the new ones crawl up my ass so bad. It's like, you know, no, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I got yoga. Yeah. I've never wore yoga pants, but if there was ever a thing that looked <laughs> like a woman's yoga pants, it's That's the it. preacher pants on me <laughs> when I put them on. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm, you know, my butt's not going to be that hungry this whole hunt. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I'm not not wearing those you know yeah. and so um i don't know what i'm gonna do to I, be honest with you. i so like the fabric of those pants i the, wish they the, came they're in the fastest solid. drying fabric ever the preacher pants they're unbelievable and they fit you great they do you need a higher crotch i need a lower crotch yeah for I, obvious reasons yeah because you're six foot six and 297 <laughs> oh, you god it changes every time uh, again oh, like Sasquatch. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, so I'm inviting like some other doctors on, like Pat Stewart and Clay Dahlquist and people I like. Um, I'm 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 done having dentists. You know what? Here's oh, the problem: geez. those guys, those, those guys, guys won't are keep you honest. Those guys they won't are keep him honest. Will yeah, they I think Clay Dahlquist. You know, I mean, Pat you know Stewart. All of, these guys are my friends. Most of those guys, <laughs> they'll look at this. And I'm gonna get Craig Stevens on again. They're, they'll be they'll be nice to me. You know, it's like oh, you steal. Sasquatch is I called Shay too. Yeah, Shay, you want right. to be on? That's no, right. Shay. Shay, you're right. not going to be on. No, right. Shay, you're not coming on. Those guys aren't. Those no. guys aren't going to say anything. To Why keep isn't Boomer no, and Shay not. and any of these no, guys on? I'm having David T. Williams on. He's a doctor. You gotta tell like I'm, I'm going to have different doctors on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, I've got the exact same gun I use for everything. Um, same scope I use for everything. I've I think that's the big thing. I've, if you're going to go do a hunt like this, don't start changing everything. I've upgraded um, my binocular, and I am nothing but happy. Oh, that's <laughs> oh <good>. my <laughs> gosh. I, every time I grab them, I'm almost start I, – I well up. I get tears in my eyes. I'm like – I love you. You are beautiful. Well, you're the dumbass that laid on the nail on the deck as long as you did. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. Um, I would have been off. Oh, actually, I was. I was like, I ain't using these. I looked through these, and I'm like, oh, you're beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Mesmerized. Oh. Well, the funny thing is those my new ones are the same model as my old ones, but they changed the uh, outer so this is what i was saying before before we digressed on 1300 little rabbits running around here um you, you, when you, you when you grab something that's different than what you've been using for 16 years you're like what wait a second mm -hmm. so i don't have my shit down with them the old ones i grab and boom they'd be right there so it'll just take some time so but i got new uh new like those are so much yeah they're they're they're, nice. they're really nice and i'm i'm happy with those and so it'll be you know um i'm excited I, oh here's the other thing i'm only taking one headlamp um and uh because i'm gonna run a charger in my pack um I'm changing my system a little bit from that. I'm going to kick out batteries, and I'm going to run. I, I get rid of all. I'm taking batteries in my my bag over, but, like, I don't plan on running batteries on the mountain anymore. Um, I, I'm going to go to – I'm going to go to um, rechargeable with these uh, um, chargers. Battery banks. Yep. And I bought – the other thing I did I bought is – have you seen the new battery bank chips? They're disposable. Mm-hmm. So I bu I bought some of those. I'm taking those too. So they're the size of a credit card. Oh yeah, but they only work above uh, uh, below eight thousand feet, right? 
What a douchebag. Oh, man. Did you see his Pucker Factory <laughs> nine like, face? No, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Pat Stewart, Clay Dahlquist, David <laughs> T. Williams. Wow, these are these are better people I could have on the podcast. <laughs> oh, they would tell you the truth, too. Uh, <laughs> what an ass. I'm like, yeah, they only work. What are you talking about? I'm like, what? So uh, anyway. yeah, that that'll be interesting to see how those. Work. So where'd you find so, those at? So yeah. go ahead. No, I mean what, like uh, what are their functionality and so forth? Oh yeah, so it's it. So they're the same thing as I've shown you before. That that blue one. Yeah, that blue one. But oh. these are these are the size. Like, literally, those in million. your wallet. They're, they're the a, size of a credit card. Yeah, ten. Yeah, and you take them out, and, and it's two-thirds of an iPhone charge. Does that make sense? Or whatever it is. I don't know. Um, they're swearing by them. So what I did was, and I read all the reviews, so you know, I'm like, dude, you know what? That would change my mountain. This is the hunt. I want to change some of that up because I know we'll have a generator. I know we'll be in a truck. I know I have a cigarette lighter, charger. So there's some things that I changed for this hunt knowing that – uh, it's not totally backcountry, even though we're going to be in the remotest backcountry in the world. Mm-hmm. We're going to have right. a vehicle and a generator, right? Yep. So I'm changing some of this. And so I took um, one. Actually, that's not true. I'm taking some gator eyes in case the headlamp goes bad. I can throw them on my hat and I have them. But I'm trying to run. Um, I'm trying to run a different. You know, I'm, so I'm, I'm bringing my things. two headlamps like I always do, and I and I'm bringing. And my, then and you do. You, I know. You, I, you carry a uh, uh, um, a thing on your uh, side all the time. And I and, and how? Yeah. We, I mean, it's so easy. Oh yeah. Can you see this now? Can oh, absolutely. You're shining me, it right in see, your eye. Let me like, see, doctor. He's like an optometrist. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Quit I, it. I was thinking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See? Shiny new things, and he can't. <laughs> Keep his hands off him. So, so on the, what what can you charge with those? A- anything? Yeah. Anything, anything. Well, normally charge? I suppose you buy them with a different adapter. Like, this. these are coming with the iPhone adapter, uh, yeah. iPhone, the lightning, whatever that. Or is that? Yeah, that lightning plug has got a I'll USB-C. bring them in. They're they're going to be here tomorrow morning. Oh, I'll bring them in. All right. Um, let me see what. I'll, let so me. So that's check. funny because I've carried like for the whole month of September. I had a li- you know you've seen the little ones. It looks like yeah. maybe a third of a cigar. Uh-huh. And I carried one of those in my pocket because I went. I've gone to. I've gone away this year from paper maps to my stupid phone map, which yeah. is this big. Ah, uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm but I was like, well. My paper maps, the battery never dies on them. But so I better have a little backup. <laughs> yep. Right. So I've been carrying that little. Does it? How much power? How long can it? Like, will it give you a full charge? I think it'll give me a full charge yeah. on. Uh, yeah. You know, it basically gives me a ch- one charge on my phone. I've seen those that that, that chart recharge super fast. Yeah. No, this too. is not a super fast oh. recharge. Okay. This is a. And you know, I th- I have a cheap little five inch cord yep. that goes yeah. and i think i i don't think it's super efficient so yeah. it's it's not set up for efficiency but it's yeah if if this paper if this paper mat battery dies then <laughs> i at least can charge it again yeah. right? oh you know what else i brought I, I i bought some of those uh um i bought one of them i'm trying it it's a cordless lavalier mic oh sweet nice yep so yep. um and it's it's bluetooth so yep. I can just turn it on and throw it on him if I'm interviewing him and say, oh, oh hold on. And so we have a little bit better. Um, uh, does that have know. like a little windscreen on it? Yeah, it does. It's got yeah. a little wind so it buffer. it rustle against clothing it, exactly. and layers and yeah, all that. Exactly. And I, I bought the one yeah. because they, they sell them. Yeah. D- is it DJI? D- uh, DJI. DJI. Yep. DJI. Yep. They exactly sell right. th- um, in a three-pack for like three ninety nine. Yep. And I was like, mm, I'm going to try one. <laughs> and then if that works – Man, dude, the, yeah. I'll go all in for 400 bucks because they wireless to these new 4K small little things. And I was like, and they wire, they do to the, your iPhone. Yeah. So, yeah, you know all made this. For. You're multimedia. Yeah. But the uh, but if you get the adapter, Nerd. you could put them on your Nerd. new camera too. Nerd. I'm bringing Nerd. one uh, opinal knife is all and a sharpener. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't – I think – I think I don't think I'm gonna have to do a lot of skinning and right. taping. Yeah, I'm bringing one knife too. Yep. And uh, well, that's not true. Yeah, I'll have. I actually bring in a multi tool. So, so these uh, these guides that go with you are, are kind of like a Sherpa. Well, they yep. live it. They not live a, not a elevation. They are. Yeah. And yeah. They, I mean, they've got to be used to. Yeah, they're used to seventeen thousand feet. I mean, yeah. wow. Yep. So hundred percent. I, I think for the most part, they don't want us. 
overloaded. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, Take the majority of that. people that are coming there, I don't, from an, sea level. I don't anticipate having weight on my back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm looking for this. I can't find it in my email. I just saw it, but I'm the worst at email. Um, so but, physically demanding. What would be? Do you do you anticipate? Like adult sheep hunt in the Brooks Range would be more physically demanding than what you're going to do, or well, the opposite. So I would say the same. Yeah, this about is the same. This is going to be physically demanding. It's going to be you're going to be sucking air, you know. Um, yeah, eleven thousand feet on a sheep hunt, you're sucking air. Yeah. No, I'm usually carrying more weight on that type of stuff, and that's you know weight slows you down super fast. You know, it's a your typical CrossFit workout, right, you know, right. you, yeah. you add a load to the exercise and it gets immensely harder. Yeah, but the prominence, the elevation change that you make in Alaska can sometimes be pretty astounding. I mean, your base camp here is going to be what at seven thousand feet? You said no base camp will be at thirteen five. Oh, what thirteen five? Yeah, okay. and so then like you'll that. be yeah, yeah. That's not that's pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. The Yukon, the Alaska Range, uh, BC. Mostly, we're hunting the same thing we hunt here. Yeah. You know, we've spent, we've been at fifty-eight to sixty-five all September. That's yeah. what most yeah. of those hunts are. Same type of thing. So, well, um, we we talk about hunt experience. You know, on the website, what about like the food that you're expecting? Um, the food will be traditional. I mean, there will be a, Russian. Yeah, Russian. Russian type cucumbers, tomatoes, um, boiled eggs, yeah, uh, sausages. Um, oh, yeah, we'll be eating really? ibex because wow. we've had guys in camp that already shot ibex. Yeah. What is that so, like? Um, eating an ibex? Oh, I shouldn't like, say ibex. A Marco Polo. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'm not eating ibex. Um, well, I'm bringing some. I'm Brad, bringing Brad some dehydrated food with and ibex. Are you? I mean, yeah, I'm. I, I I've got. I've I've got a I've got an extensive you know I've got antibiotics I'm bringing with me because we're in the middle of nowhere. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm gonna bring it's true. Imodium, Pepto. I I'll start probably doing. Pepto. I heard the food was good. Now we've heard that from everybody that's came back, and I just talked to our client that just got back four days ago, five days ago. He got out of surgery this afternoon, not because of the hunt, because oh. of a different hunt he was on. He broke his elbow and then went on this one anyway, and then came back. Um, but he. Uh, um, he said the food was he said the food was good. He said good. It was it was fresh, it was good. And oh. they did a really good job. So yeah. um I'm not too worried yeah. about yeah. food. No. Food on the mountain, snacks and stuff like that, but yeah. they, you know, um but you don't yeah. have to worry about it extensively. Yeah. And Tracy said he took um he took uh dehydrated food but he never used any of it, but he left it there. Oh. So there you go. it's I think it's worth having. Yeah. yeah. And I'm and, and if he has some, I'll steal some from him. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't I, I wouldn't want you to starve, my friend. I'll take care of you. No, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, pretty much the same thing. Only, you know, this it, it reminds me a lot of our New Mexico December hunt. Um, this is going to be very similar to that. I brought a little bit warmer clothes. I wore thousands. Same gun. Um we were at 11.5, 11, 11.5. We hunted up yep. to high altitude, dry, cold. In December. In December. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. very similar to that. Yeah. You know, we had we had a cabin. We had a bed. We weren't tenting. So that's nice. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very, nice. yeah, very similar to that. So what are you specifically looking for in terms uh, of animal trophy? I would like a mature everything. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking for the experience. I'm super excited about the experience of this culture and, and uh, seeing those Pamir Mountains and, yeah. you know, just all different stuff. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, that looks, that, that terrain just looks imposing but amazing. Yeah. It's just really neat. Yeah. I'm looking for, you know, 66 inches, 65 inches, somewhere in there. And uh, um, I'll tease it. Um, you know what I'm looking for? I'm looking for a great experience, a great hunt, a great adventure. And I'm looking to comb out all the details so there's no surprises when our clients go. Yeah. Now, we've had a lot of clients go in, but we've never experienced it ourselves personally. And, and yeah. when, I, when I talked to our guide the other day, he said, um, you know, in his Russian accent, 
English, which is really good, you know, and he's got so much joy in his voice. He's like, this is hard for me to believe it's been this long and you've had all these clients here and you have and not came not personally. Come, yeah. And so we are excited to have you in camp and uh, we, we are embracing, we are embracing the moment that we get to have you. And so, yeah. you know what, that makes you feel good. And right. uh, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And the language isn't going to be a barrier. Well, not with him, but everybody yeah. else. It yeah. It's part yeah. of the fun to me. Yeah, yeah. no, that's true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. you know, um, uh, let's figure <laughs> out how we can communicate. Choo, choo, yeah, choo, everybody choo, will choo. know he's grande gringo. You know, I would grande say gringo. gringo and grande. That's a little is, further um, south, that's, I think. You dumbass. <laughs> they, oh, they don't speak Spanish. Sure. <laughs> hey, that would be they're going to figure it out. And Brad, talking louder is not going to help. <laughs> They don't shoot get. Gringos, shoot, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, my son. Do you speak English? <laughs> so Brad doesn't help. Brad, they don't have a hearing problem. They have a language I, barrier. I. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna get it all figured out by the time I go, and I'm not gonna worry about it. No, I got. I, I, I got I Russian. Know. I got Russian Google Translate on there. When oh, Google right, doesn't yeah. work, what's going to happen? Uh, it is what it is. Well, if Same we have our Starlink language. with us, we'll be driving around <laughs> with our Google. Uh, Do they get funny. Starlink over there? <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I've heard they might have Starlink in camp, so I don't know. You know, that's a catch-22, too. Um, right now, it's a positive catch-22 because um, with everything going on back here with our uh, uh, with our opportunities and the growth that Rolling Bones is seeing – um, you know, I've thought about canceling this hunt uh, probably every day for the last uh, hundred days. Um, I've thought about not going because it's just I got so much work, you know. And there's it, it's I mean we're I mean there's a truck oh, yeah. on top yeah. of us right now. We've yeah. grown so fast, you know. Um, and so, but uh, but then I go, dude, we were on a hunting company. We need to go. So uh, I'm. S- I'm ready for it. I'm super ready and super excited. Yep. Um, what I'm, about the paperwork? Any paperwork that you got to do? Yeah. You know what? We have a service that takes care of all that through our booking agency. I use this booking agency called Rolling Bones Outdoors, and uh, they took care good of to everything. Good to know. That's good to know. No, seriously. I mean, I, 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 yeah, there was paperwork. And you know what? Um, Eric and Braden and uh, um, our guides uh, took care of everything. And, uh, Brad's answered more emails on that than I have because, uh, they wanted a 4470, 4457, Then I'm like, I don't need one of those things. And they're like, <laughs> they actually require seeing one before they do their gun permit. So we're like, okay, no problem. So I have one. I think I haven't seen it physically yet. Um, I think it came to my mailbox, but I don't know that I got to ask Lindley. So. Hmm. Uh, sounds like it's going to be an amazing trip. So, yeah. Yeah, finally, you finally get to do it. You won't regret it. You're not going to regret this. You're going to you're going to be glad you went. Dude, I'm excited about it because I have taken this week off and I haven't. uh, Like I said, I'm no, I'm I'm all in now, man. It's it's over. We're going. And you know what? It's fun because we have so many great clients that have asked, you know, and and here's the reality. Um, You know, I'll probably be I might just surprise everyone go right back to uh uh, Kyrgyzstan, um, and uh, do this all over again, real yeah. fast. Wow. So um, another one of the stands. I won't, I won't do it until uh, October of twenty-four. Duh. one year from now. <laughs> I might do it sixty days from right now. <laughs> um, be the stand, I, the man. <laughs> I don't know, um, yeah. but yeah, it's. Uh, I really like him too. You know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just I'm counting the days to get there too. Yeah, it's it's you know what, the good news is is there's a world of opportunity out there, and we and and you know as our podcast is called Hunt the World, um, we there's a lot of hunting all over the world. We want to help people, uh, you know, get involved in that and uh, and open those doors. Um, I think the big thing I could tell everybody listening is that. Um, uh, using a service like ours that can make sure you have the right gear list it's it's communication you know i've been looking at how do we even make our booking service a better experience and i had a conference call this morning and we're going to make some in we're going to make some additions for bookings moving forward how we communicate what we deliver 
what our engagement is, you know. And I think the big thing is communication. And if you're booking a hunt like this or don't think you can book a hunt like this, well, let's talk. Let's just have a conversation to see if we can get it worked out. I did this because of our help plan. I put $10,000 down on it three years ago and basically made payments every month and uh, just enveloped it into what I was doing, and I'm going hunting. And people don't necessarily need to be putting $10,000 down on a hunt. You can put, like, if you're Five a whitetail thousand. hunt. Yeah. Or if, yeah. You're, if you're no, doing. White, you put $1,000 on, $500 down. 500 bucks, right. Yeah, hold it. Get, get going. Get the price locked in. Get it. Hunt expedition layaway plan. That's what it's for. Let, let's get this thing going, you know. Yeah. Um, and I sit here. Yeah, it doesn't. It's all economics to scale. And uh, I'm just sitting here going, dude, There, there is so much a guy can go do and so much more hunting. And here's the other thing. You know what blows me away about this hunt? If I had to tell everybody listening. What's that? It's two-thirds the price of a stone sheep now. Oh, really? Really? Right? 100%. Wow. And you know what? Within the next two years, it's going to be the same price probably. Kyrgyzstan is a doll sheep. Yep. Hmm. And and you get this giant adventure. Right. And, and you get to bring ram. home a giant ram. Yeah. And so I sit here and look for the guy who has, uh, I say guy as a generic description for the homo sapien race, um, for a person who has the uh, intestinal fortitude. To say, you know what, I'm going to go to a foreign country and try this out. Give us a call, man. Let's get this sucker set up. Well, wh where should I start with my sheep hunting? Kyrgyzstan. Mm -hmm. Tajikistan. I just had <laughs> Tim, Tim Negebauer called and said, I, I want to do another sheep hunt. I said, that's where you should go. Go to go to Kyrgyzstan. Kill the sheep, man. Go get a sheep. I said, are you, st are you still wanting to chase a white one? Because, yeah, I do. And I get that. I, I get too. that. The white ones are, are you know, yeah. um, we just had a client kill a 42-inch uh, stone sheep. That makes me want to go stone sheep hunting. You know, we just had a client kill a giant uh, um, uh, um, uh, bighorn, and I need a bighorn for my slam. That makes me want to go uh, um, bighorn hunting. And then I see the prices, and I'll let you know when I get back. We'll do another podcast. Is it still the Marco Polo, or is it is it is it a rot? You know, is it a North American sheep? How, yeah, yeah. So, how does that count on your slam, Marco Polo? I mean, it counts for the Marco Polo part of the Marco no. Polo slam. That's that's the one, not yeah. the North American. Well, I think or, there's a World yeah. Slam. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There is a World Slam. I guess I shouldn't say I think. I know yeah. there's a World Slam. So. You know, but I, I I don't know if I'm chasing that. I don't I don't I'm not chasing no. anything. I'm well, chasing, no, no, I know. I'm chasing waking up in the morning and figuring out the, what I should do with the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and uh, and I know this hunting is going to be a part of it. And you're going to be going there in about three days. Yep. So you know what I, I would say to all our listeners that North American hunting has became such a commodity. And the prices went up so much, you know, it, that it, it, it pains me. It's sad, isn't it? It pains me because, um, you know, I didn't hunt from 28 to 38, you know, I, I actually 24 to 38, 24 to 36, probably those 12 years I, I spent 80, hundred hours a week working and I was rewarded and blessed to do that and now i've been able to go on some hunts that i couldn't have if i wouldn't have right does that make sense a hundred percent but if i wouldn't have made that choice and i would have started my own little butcher shop you could have been and made a hundred every year too then huh made a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year two hundred thousand dollars a year i would have I, I would i would be going okay what do i do some of this stuff gets so expensive right now. How do you raise a kid? Right. And I even if you made three to four hundred thousand dollars a year, then go do this when you're in your thirties. Yeah, it'd be, it. I mean, just buying tags, non-resident tags. Now it's getting I mean, this New Mexico shit. Like this week that I've dealt with with some of this stuff. Eighteen thousand dollar hunts, twenty five thousand dollar hunts, five day hunts. Guys, you know, right. uh, um, chasing elk, and you know, it, it's like. I, I just sit here and I shake my head and I go, where does it stop? And for me, where it stops right now is Spain, um, Kyrgyzstan, 
Tajikistan, New Zealand. What you're saying is the other opportunities are fiscally almost make more sense to leave the country. 100% no, it does, I, Brad. I, I, I agree. You, you can go do what um, Ryan Martin did and go hunt a tur and say, I'm picking that animal. I'm going to New Zealand pick that animal. I don't have to go spend $35,000 on some 500-inch uh, red stag. I'm going to go hunt a tur in the mountains, and it's going to be $7,000. bucks. i am going to take my wife. We're going to stay at a lodge for another three to four, and I got $10,000, $12,000 into my trip, and it's cheaper than Colorado elk hunt. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ar- Argentina, or look at South Africa. Argentina. So, you know, av- yeah. that's what I see. I do, too. Does that make sense? That totally does. Because, and, and part of it's the state's issues. These states are these states are uh, continue to mess with points and can you hunt here on public land and hunt here and then they rezone this area and call it this and then they call Wilderness it this, this. Area, you can't and then you can't hunt that without a guide no. and then you got to do this well then you can't draw tags and tags become more limited and then so the outfitters say well you can't get a tag out here so now I can drive the price up on my hunt because I have availability which I get it's a commodity like I said and I understand it hog belly. Exactly, exact same thing. Why? Why is pork price on the commodity? You know what I'm saying? Hog belly. Um, same damn thing. Right. So. Well, we'll be back to report <laughs> shortly. Yeah, I'm oh, excited. Yeah. To, yeah. I'm excited I, I, we'll have to, to have hear a it. post. I got to tell you, I feel weird about this podcast, and I just want our our, our audience and listeners to know because I appreciate everybody. I'll tell you why that is because um, this is anytime we talk about sheep and and sheep hunting. Um, I, I'm not comfortable totally. I grew up so poor, so rural route three Waverly, Iowa, so on you, the dirt road. Does that make sense? It does. And I feel like I don't want anybody to ever listen to this podcast and anything I say come across pretentious in any way, shape or form makes me almost, I, I, I don't like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. But you know what, though? You're taking a lot of people along with you on this. I know. And, and, and that part I like. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll post them on my personal page. Flip side. Um, Flip side of that. You could do this exact same hunt, just do an Ibex, less than a deer hunt in the States. Wow. Just go really? on an Ibex. Yes. That, that, that's what I want people to know. I have lots of That's what I want people to know. I have lots of I think Ryan Martin's got it figured out. Yeah. You know, I, I like his approach. You know, the, the plane ticket's not very expensive to get over. It's crazy. I mean, you can go to Florida at spring break and spend more on a ticket than getting to Tajikistan. Um, you know, you hunt an Ibex. Not that expensive. Um, you know, get a, you get to have the exact... So there's a there's a lot you of going to Spain. You could do the same thing. Yep, Spain. You know, um, Kyrgyzstan. The the ibex is a little more expensive, but still is very reasonable. Yeah, yeah. And I think they are such a cool animal. I mean, Bazaar ibex is so high on my to do hmm. list. Yeah. That, so anyway, yeah. Um, you know what? We'll have all kinds of stories and uh, tales to tell <laughs> on a future podcast, right? Oh, I hope so. All right. <laughs> I hope so. So anything else to add there? I don't. You, you, you're right. Um, and uh, I, I hope everybody's having an amazing season. Just so everybody knows, it's uh, early October right now. Hunting season's lighting up all over the country. Uh, bow season, archery season for whitetails as people crawl into the whitetail woods. We at Rolling Bones Outdoors want to help you. One of the things I would encourage you to do while you're sitting in that tree stand, while you're sitting in that blind right now, is go to rollingbones.com if you have service and check us out, okay? We have a membership that will fit your needs and your service levels and your budget. 50 150 or $500 a year, silver, platinum, or gold, we got you covered. We can get you an application strategy. We did a podcast earlier with uh, Michael Tollisrud from Spearfish, South Dakota, one of our original employees, and uh, um, and that was a lot of fun. But to hear him say, dude, um, I just have all these points everywhere. I'm 34 years old. i got to be careful of what I'm drawing, where I'm going. And and he goes and hunts a lot of public land, and he's a goer, and he knows how to hunt elk. And uh, um, and he, but but you know what? We can be that 
resource for you, you can do that too is my encouragement. So as you're sitting in that tree stand, and then the other thing is, is uh, go in there. If you become a member, okay, or I should say when you become a member, you have unlimited hunt plans and you have full access to over 1,150 vetted outfitters and hunts that are all comparable with their own independent website in there. It goes through a hunt experience, a hunt overview, a gear list, and media. Uh, and, and a media. And it is so, so, so content-driven. It's ridiculous. And uh, every outfitter that's in there has put their um, own signature on it. It's from each one of them. And you want an elk plan, you can go get an elk plan. You want a Spain Ibex plan, you can go get an Ibex plan. And then you can use that um, help feature on there. Go down there and say, I want to hunt here. I want to put $2,000 down and see what your payment is. There's a lot of fun to be had inside our software with our hunt plan for our members. And, uh, and then the heat map. Um, let us help you have an individual fingerprint for your future hunts by developing a hunt plan for you and getting you an application strategy. So go to rollingbones.com, check it out, and listen, if you're not uh, if you're not one of those guys that likes computers, I got a good idea. 605-644-8000, how can we help you? And we will build your dashboard for you. You don't even have to look at the damn thing. You don't even have to go on the computer. We'll just set you up and you can get started. We want to be your outdoor adventure resource. So until next time, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting. <laughs>